Hi, Tyler. I am Shante. I talked to you a minute ago about contemplating a weight loss surgery. Love it. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm super nervous, but I thought I would try. Don't be nervous, girl. What are you nervous about? I'm trying to think of the psyche of everybody I'm so scared to call in. I'm not going to call you back. I'm not going to sit here and sell you a program. Literally, I don't chase people because I'm not going to force you to do anything because at the end of the day, it's on you. And it's exhausting, yeah. exhausting to try and get people to do something. You got to want it because I can't make you do it. I think that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm 41. I have had PCS, PCOS my whole life. Um, and I am tired of wishing I could live a life that I could have been living my whole life. I'm tired of hiding behind my clothes. I'm tired of um, just the daily grind of not being able to keep up with life and things that I want to do and being held back. You know, I, I have twin boys that are seven. Um, and I fear one day that I won't be around for them. So I just had enough. <laughs> no, I, I got you and, and I love it. And that's, that's what is all of, of what's, what's all about it. Finding your why, but you also want to do it for yourself. And you nailed it on the head right there that you haven't been living the life that you want to live. Yeah, I think once I turn 41, I feel like my clock has started as far as the time I have left to be able to live a happy, active, healthy life. I feel like once you get to your 60s, you just start to slow down a lot. And so I didn't realize that turning 40 would affect me this much. It just really made me kind of look inward and just look like this is, this is I only have so much left to live the kind of life I wish I could have lived my whole life. And it's all right, you're, bare, you're 40. You still got another 40 good years. Who knows? Maybe another 80. What is that? 60? 60. That'd be 120. No. Four, that'd be 100. 60 would be 100. Yes. Anyways, you're wanting to make the change right now. And don't be upset with yourself. Don't say you're a failure. Don't put yourself down because you didn't make the changes before. The fact that you're actually wanting to do this right now is everything. Because you're living for the now. So yeah. don't, don't be hard on yourself at all. You're actually wanting to do this. 99% of people will never make the change. 99.99 will never give me a call. That alone yeah. is everything. Yeah, and I've been on so many diet weight loss plans throughout my entire life, and none of them ever worked sustainably. I would do a good job for three to six months, and then bad habits, and I would give up, wouldn't see the results, and I would just kind of just give up, and I've just gotten to the point where what has helped me the most is when here recently I've gone to a dietitian. I am taking a medication called Saxenda, and it just really helps with appetite suppressant. Ay, 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 you don't, uh, keep going, keep going. The reason why I've tried this um, was because I feel like when you are dieting, when you are having, or having a new weight loss journey, new life plan, as far as they call it, I think the biggest thing people struggle with sometimes is just that ability to work on your portions um, and my brain, like my person itself, like I think about food too much all the time. Um, and with that medication, it, it, it's a daily injection I give myself and it has literally helped my ability to not think about food so much and it helped with being able to lower my portions. And they say typically when you take Sexenda, you lose about 10% of your body weight. So I started at 320 um, and I'm at 290 right now. 
how many calories are you doing a day? About 1,500. And you're over 300? I, I was at 320, and now I'm at 290. All right. Congrats yeah, on... Congrats. I'm 5'4". Gotcha. I'm going to run your calories for you. So what I am all about is taking in the right amount of calories. And the number one reason I found out when I open up my own gym, why people don't lose body fat and don't get the results they want is because they're under eating. Okay. So... When people first start trying to lose weight, they do usually 15 or less than 1,000 calories a day. When they first start, they definitely do see a difference on the scale, but that's why a lot of women lose their hair. That's why you all rip it out and put it on the shower wall and leave it there. Uh, it's because of the lack of nutrients and the lack of calories that the body needs to actually function correctly, hormone and metabolize them. So how, you said you were 5'4"? Yes, uh -huh. And you're doing 1,500 calories a day? Yes. Mm -hmm. How many, um, uh, are you working out? Yes, I try to like, go on walks three to Did four Did you say times. 194 or 294? I'm at 290. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, and I do, as far as exercising, because I also have asthma, so, um, and I have Achilles tendonitis in my ankles and stuff, so I can't, I have to get the weight down before I go hardcore, but um, I currently do three to four times a week where I do 30 to 45 minute walks where I'll do bursts of faster and then slower walking throughout that time. Okay, cool. Uh, no weightlifting though? Not yet. Awesome. Goal to work towards that, yes. I love it. So, I, would be doing 21 to 2200 calories. Okay. I know it's so backwards. Let me ask you this actually. What, if you're getting results, why did you call me? Because of others you have spoke about who were going toward the option of getting a weight loss procedure. Um, because the place I go to next to them, I actually have a, an appointment with the bariatric doctor, doctor excuse me, um, to get the gastric sleeve. Don't do it. And I, yeah, and I've been following a lot of people on TikTok that have got that. That's actually what started me in that mindset. And I've watched a lot, learned a lot, all the good, the bad, the ugly with getting that procedure. And there's just a lot of side effects and a lot of issues that are just concerning for me, which is why I'm not really sure what to do. Tons, because the problem is it doesn't fix the actual problem. And the problem is, is eating and what we're eating. Yes. So, and okay, cool. I was, I was just curious. I'm like, you're getting results. Why the hell are you calling me? Like, I definitely wouldn't be doing 1500 calories. I'd be doing 21 to 22. And honestly, with your activity level of, I, we could go 23, honestly. Um, but, um, I'm seeing a dietitian as well with the um, behavioral health center I'm going to. I see an exercise person, a doctor, and a dietitian to help with all of this. <laughs> and they put you on 1,500? Um, they, they just said they want me to stay below 1,800 and lower the amount of carbs, obviously watch sugars. So they want me to stay, like each major meal, cumulatively, they want me to stay between 40 and 50 calories um, any snacks in between at, to minimize those, but no more than like 15 to 30 calories per each snack. I'm sorry, not calories, carbs. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. 
Okay. So, like I always talk about this all the time with everybody. Like, this is what I do. This is what I have others doing. And it's, everyone's always shocked on it. They're like, what the heck? Why are you telling me to go up? Every person I've ever helped. Do you listen to podcasts? No, but I didn't hear you have one. So I wanted to, to you know, follow you. Do you, have a, do you have an iPhone or a Samsung? An iPhone. Cool. Do you know where the uh, podcast app is on your phone? Yes. Sweet. All you got to do is go on that and look up Coach Tyler Fullerton. I'll pop right up. Okay. Um, I want you to listen to those. And I'm uploading right now the most recent call that I had yesterday. She was contemplating weight loss surgery. She was over 400. She was doing 1,000 calories, went over 2,000 calories. She's down 43 pounds now in five months. Wow, Okay. And just the excitement in her voice is just, that's my favorite thing. When people call back with results, like hearing the excitement in people's voices is awesome. And she's starting to do kickboxing class. Like she's so excited, so like motivated more and more. And uh, it's, it's a good one, but work your way down, work your way down on every single podcast, start on the newest episode and work your way down because there is just amazing freaking calls. And there's one thing that's in common with every single one, every single person who calls in, there's one thing in common who've gotten results. They all had to increase their calories. Okay. So, what do you recommend as far as sugars and carbs with my having PCOS? So the PCOS, absolutely. You'll hear people with PCOS in those calls too with amazing results. Uh, just even the before and after photos. But uh, I don't track carbs, fats, or proteins. I keep it very simple to where we can actually do this forever and not have to go out to eat or go to friends' houses, go to parties and be like, oh my God, I don't know what to eat. Just eat real food. Majority of the calories are going to be coming from the meat anyways. So if you go to a party, meat, cheese trays, the veggie trays, uh, barbecues are great. You're going to have all the meat there at a barbecue. Um, if you could do it without the buns, go for it. Um, stuff like that, like going out to eat. Everyone always freaks out about going out to eat because you can't find the calories. But you'll never go wrong doing chicken and a veggie, pork chops and a veggie, steak and a veggie, or doing chicken salads, chicken sandwiches. If you want to do like a sandwich, just do it without the bun and do the lettuce wrap with it. Okay. Um, so I would be doing three meals a day at 700 calories a meal. Okay. That'll put us at 2100. And if you go a little over, I love it because we could literally do 2200. Like I said, we could do 21 to 2300 because uh, of your of the walks and stuff like that. Um, but doing that is what helps change the metabolism because we're under eating so much. It can break down the lean muscle mass. Are you finding yourself tired at all? Or are you getting all B12 day. shots? All day, every day. <laughs> is your hair falling out? No, uh-uh. Right. I also have twin boys that are seven, and so they kind of make my hair fall out. And grab <laughs> I love that. That's. I hope. I hope I have twins. I'm supposed to like have twins, like the generational, like how that's supposed to tear down or whatever. I'm supposed. I would love to have freaking twins. Two and done. Um, that's awesome, though. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you can have why. them. <laughs> yeah, right. I know, but that's the other why is. We try to encourage them to be physically active. We have, we make sure they're out of the house playing. Um, I just want to be able to keep up with them, you know. 
Absolutely. And, uh, just a small story this past summer. I haven't been able to fit in theme park rides for a long time because I'm a very curvy, heavy set person. Um, and so a lot of times, you know, having a bigger, bigger rear end <laughs> makes it harder to fit in rides. And we took them for the first time to Six Flags. I live here in Georgia and I knew it was going to be an issue. And it was. And I literally had to have my husband and strangers sit with my children and I just had to watch them. So that's that's. A non-scale victory type goal for me is to get to the point where I can enjoy life and, and being able to do things that way, experience things with them. And they make comments sometimes about my weight, like, Mommy, why are you so big? And they're embarrassed to me. And, and, and I know they're only seven, but it, it, just, it just, I want to stop the pain, you know? Absolutely. And when you started the conversation, too, it's an emotional thing. It, it is literally life-changing. But those gut reactions, those gut feelings, those feelings we have when we actually talk about it and think about it and how we feel with those situations that you've experienced in life, those are more trigger points and your why to why you're wanting to do this. So when you do have cake, soda, pastries, candy, soda, bread, yada, yada in front of you, you think about your why and you're like, is it really worth it? If it is, go for it. If it's not, then there we go. We don't do it. So that's why I harp so much on the why, and the why is everything, absolutely everything with this. Um, and I'm glad that you're wanting to do it for yourself, and I, that's why I love this whole weight loss thing. It is so life-changing. You People don't realize it, but it won't only just change your life. It's going to change the people's lives around you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Then. Um, one of the things I would share that has helped me um, when you talked about – when you go to eat whatever said craving you're having is thinking to yourself is it worth it so that's something funny that you just said because that's what i've been doing and that's really helped me it has felt different this time around like the thousandth time as far as trying weight loss and what i've been doing is when i'm having a moment where i am having something i'm craving i'll think to myself is it worth it and what i've kind of started to talk to myself and say is what instant gratification only comes instant remorse for me. And that I feel like has helped me too. I love that. And that's why I try and tell people, I'm like, if you have it, it's fine. Just start on the next meal. Just know all the repercussions, bloating, gassy, bathroom, water retention, and feeling God awful after eating it. <laughs> so if yeah, you want to- get on this, Yeah, you go get on the scale and then you're even more frustrated again. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why I harp on it so much. And people are like, oh, he demonizes food. No, I don't demonize food. It's not really food. It's actually products. So that's another whirlwind on that. But I talk about what I do. I've seen people do this. It's real life for me. It's not studies. It's not, oh, this doctor said this. It's this nutritionist said that. It's no, I've seen real life women in their 40s with PCOS struggling with weight loss their entire life. And when we eat real food, control blood sugars, because we're controlling hormones now because insulin's a hormone. If we're able to make it to where we're not producing the insulin, our hormones will actually help start changing as well. And me helping women do this and men I've seen it, I've lived it. So it's, it's always frustrating when people are like, oh, like he demonizes this. Like, if you wanna eat it, go for it. But if you come to me and you're struggling with weight loss, I will tell you exactly what I do and what I've got others doing. 
one thing that I wanted to ask your opinion on, I am also seeing a behavioral therapist to with this program to kind of get my mind wrapped around why I eat the way that I do. Um, and I, on my own, kind of came to a, kind of a conclusion about way that I eat and why and I came up with something and she does not agree with me um she wholeheartedly disagrees with how I'm feeling about this and so I was just curious as to what you thought I love it someone's telling you that you feel (laughs) god why do I just this is why sorry to cut you off but this is what drives me the most insane with entitled titles People are so entitled to their title. I'm a doctor. I'm a therapist. I know everything. Listen to me. You're wrong. What? You're going to tell me how I'm supposed to feel? I'm I'm confused. When did you learn that? It doesn't agree with my rationale, what I came up with, because she said statistically that is not sustainable. Yeah, statistically. Let's go off statistics, because in the 50s, working out was bad for your heart. Yeah. So what I kind of came up with was would a drug addict or an alcoholic reward themselves with the very thing they are trying to avoid? That is something that I came to a conclusion of. I thought, you know, is the whole topic of do you believe in cheat days or cheat meals or allowing yourself to indulge so often? And I kind of got to the point of, well, if I was a drug addict or an alcoholic, would I ingest or would I let myself cheat on the very thing that I am trying to avoid, that I'm trying to get a better relationship with? Because I feel like the more I further myself from the temptations on things that cause me to spiral or things that cause me to trigger, the further away I can just get a better healthy relationship with those things, the less I think about them, the less I want them. So what is your thought process on that? She feels like statistically that's not sustainable. I I should allow myself to indulge every so often and I disagree. And then ask her, that's like telling a drug addict that it's unsustainable for them to stop doing drugs. That's high. That's what I thought. Girl, literally, when you just said all that, that is what I say when people are like, oh, it's unsustainable to eat meat and veggies. Uh, I'm sorry, what? You're not going to die from doing that. Like, yeah. what? What's not sustainable is dying from a heart attack or diabetics having to get their limbs cut off. What? So, she, she, argued, she argued with me, and I just kind of gave up. <laughs> it is a. St- Astonishing. I think it's because people people are so afraid of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have somebody have this like bad relationship with food because they think that they can't eat a cookie. Like I tell people this. If you have one, go for it. Do I love freaking cookies and on during Christmas? Absolutely. Will I eat probably 60? Yeah. Am I going to regret it and feel god awful, have the blood sugars, bathroom problems, gassy? My girlfriend hates being around me when I have tons of freaking cookies. She makes the best oatmeal freaking chocolate chip cookies. Oh, but god, I am so bloated and feel terrible for it. But I just start on the next day. Start on that next meal. So do I tell people, no, you can't ever do it in the rest of your life? No, that, that doesn't, like, it, it, you, can't, you could. You could never have a cookie ever again. You could. It's just like telling an alcoholic. It's unsustainable for you to never drink again. What is it that they do with freaking alcoholics? They cut them. They have sober. They have, they have coins of days they are completely sober. And then you have a drink that's considered relapsing. We're going to take your 30-day coin. Like, what? 
That's hilarious that she's saying that to you. It's not hilarious. It's freaking mind-boggling because you're probably paying a good amount of money every month for all of this. And I 100% agree with you. That It's just crazy. When people ask me like, hey, should I have a cheat meal? No. Why? What's the point of eating it? Is it going to help your body thrive? Is it going to give you nutrients? If the answer is no, then what are we doing? Yeah. Is it going to get me to my goals? Is it going to sustain and fulfill my wants and my needs and my whys? So that's why I was trying to look at it like that. And for her to just completely shoot that down and throw statistics at me, she's just like, it's not sustainable. You're not going to last that way. You're going to end up binging. And I'm just like, okay. No, you end up binging when you do have that freaking cookie. Because psychologically, people are like, all right, I have a cheat day. Awesome. I'm going to eat whatever the hell I want today. Boom. It turns into sugar cravings. Now you're craving that glucose. Turns into a week. Turns into a month. And bam, you're part of that statistic of failing with weight loss and never getting results and yo-yo dieting for your entire life. Yes, and that's why I try to explain to her that sometimes if I do give in, like Halloween, took my kids trick-or-treating, walked all over for two hours, so granted, that was a positive exercise, <laughs> but, you know, came back to the house and I was like staring at that candy and I've been doing good for three months, like really seriously doing good. And I had one piece of candy that turned into 10. And I, that's not normally like myself. And so I thought, well, am I, am I setting myself up for failure by depriving myself? Is that why I binged? Or is it, I feel like sometimes if I do give in, it's almost like a trigger. It causes me to then go down a deeper hole. So that's why I was trying to just completely avoid these things as if I was a drug addict or alcoholic. What, so then what did she say when you said that? That it I makes you binge that. out more. I'm sorry, say again. What What does she say? I'm, oh my god, I'm, I I love this conversation. I'm putting this on the freaking podcast. Like this is this is some good stuff. So I can't okay. thank you enough. Don't worry, your name's not out there. No one knows who you are. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but what did she reply back with when you're like, "Well, it makes me want more when I have it." Then her response was, "Then we need to dig deeper." with this behavior therapy as to why I, she wanted me to start writing down my emotions every time I eat something. So maybe there's a pattern because I used to be an emotional eater. I have had a lot of depression in my life and a lot of anxiety. And, um, I have had the tendency where my mom raised me. If, if oh, good things, holiday celebration, that's America we live in. So everything in my entire life, the way I was raised and even now, Every celebration revolves around going out to eat and food. And so that also trickled into when I'm depressed, I eat. But then when I'm happy, I eat. Um, and so she wanted me. And that's why I wanted to get some sort of you know, behavioral therapy to kind of get a better understanding of myself and my relationship with food. Yeah, abs. I believe we need to understand why we eat. I think that's what we need to actually start teaching is what is the point of eating? What is it that we're eating and what does, what is the why behind we eat meat, we eat veggies? What does it provide for us? And then we talk about candy. What does it provide for us? Sugar, fats, that's it. Empty freaking calories. Blood sugars yeah. go up. Insulin is now present. That will 
correlate into people understanding, oh, so when I have carbs and sugars, that's when my insulin, go, that's when my blood sugars go up. That's when I produce insulin. That is why I'm becoming type two diabetic. That is why my doctor is telling me about A1C and putting me on statins because of everything else of the health conditions that come about eating all of that. I feel like if we teach that, then people have an understanding of what is it that we're actually eating. What does eating a piece of ribeye steak do for the body? We've got a ton of fats, a ton of vitamins, a ton of minerals, protein to help repair the muscles, hormone function, um, rejuvenation of cells, and just replenishing the body with nutrients. And that's what my point when it comes to weight loss surgery. No one, no one is going to do that. They are going to be like, cool, thank you for the fifteen to $30,000 paycheck from you. Drink Premier Protein Shakes, eat 800 calories a day, and see you later. Yeah. And then, and then when you come back to, hey, how come I'm not getting results? Or this is the problem. They're like, you're lying. You're overeating. Yo, how am I undereating? How am I overeating when I'm barely eating 90 calories a day? Oh yeah. So I, I yeah I know I agree. <laughs> I've I've really started. I was really excited about the, just the results, and I think that the reason why I started thinking about the surgery is just because of my age and the amount of. You're time so I damn young. Stop. I got women in their sixties. She's sixty-two, <laughs> down forty-two pounds in five months. So don't give me the age factor. You are so damn young. You've got two amazing freaking boys that are seven. They got another 15 years until they leave. Oh, 15. They got less than that. Sorry to break your heart. They're going to leave you. Yeah. When you're in, what is that, 40? That's 50. Like, late 50s. It's going to be a whole new chapter in life. No more kids to take care of. You'll always be mom. But at the end of the day, they're going to leave you. And that's why I love that you're saying you're doing this for you as well because you're not living the life that you want to have. And I love that you're putting yourself first. We all need to put ourselves first. Because if we don't, who is going to take care of our kids? Yeah, and I have problems with that. <laughs> I, I bet all you moms do. All you mama bears. It's like, no, no, no. Don't even try to tell my kid what to do. He did nothing wrong. I swear my mom would cover up a murder for me even if she saw me do it. She'd be like, my son would never do that. He's perfect. Yeah. I think that's why I was initially appealed by the gastric was just because of how quick, but also I felt like the amount of diets and fads I've done in my entire life that none of them worked and I ended up giving up and going back. So I felt like initially when I wasn't 100% knowledgeable about the gastric sleeve, I had thought at least there's no way that I can go back. At least this is an end all. I'll have no choice but continue down the path I need to. But then when I started following more people on TikTok, you can slowly gain the weight back. You can absolutely you gain it, it all work. back. Yeah. You can gain it back and be starving yourself. Yes. Yep. So that's when the scales kind of tipped for me when I was seeing a lot of the health ramifications of getting that done and that it really isn't an end-all, solve-all. It's not. Absolutely. And the problem's not fixed. Just because it makes it harder for you to eat doesn't mean it's going to change your relationship with food and why we're eating and what we need to take into account and all that stuff. So that's why I've tried to keep the my wants and my why in my mind and trying to stick to that whole, if I was a drug addict or alcoholic, you know, you don't want to re reward yourself with the very thing that you're trying to get a healthy relationship with. 
Absolutely. A hundred percent. But it's just, it's, I'm sorry that you're having, you're, you're paying these people to, to get the help and they're literally just arguing with you and telling you how you're supposed to feel. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have like a contract with them or anything? No, I just, I just go. Um, the actual gastric facility requires you to go three months of dietitian, nutrition, and behavioral therapy. But I'm already, for, my health insurance requires me to do that for six months before they'll approve and pay a very large percentage of getting that procedure. Um, but I wanted to go ahead to the facility and start that process on my own before that gastric appointment just to get a handle on all of those things. Um, and so I'm not contracted with them, but it, it also helped in all honesty, just having someone else to answer to. My goal was that every time I had an appointment, whether it be with the doctor, the dietitian, or the exercise person, they weigh you every time. So it was having me have a different level of accountability. So that honestly was helpful as well, was every time I'd go to those appointments, they would weigh you. And it's those really huge, expensive, you know, machines that weigh your body fat versus muscle mass you know so it's very accurate and my goal was every time I went to an appointment to weigh less than the last time um and that shot was helping me and it it still is and I know you have mixed feelings about those but um it it really has helped but I I definitely am questioning the gastric now for sure I would never do it you're you're losing weight right now on your own and I I promise you this I, I promise you this I'll put my life on this if you go and do the right amount of calories eating real food, meat and veggies. Every single meal is a meat and a veggie. If you wanna do a little bit of nuts here and there, if you wanna do fruit, do the fruit in the morning. Do any spices and seasonings. I love adding salad dressings to my meals. You will feel a significant change in your body in the first week. Within a month, you will be astonished of how you feel. And if you start right now, January, February, before March, how long has it taken you to drop the weight you've dropped so far? Um, I started August 22nd. August and you're down what, 30 pounds? Yes. Mm-hmm. Past few weeks I've been sick, so kind of, I had the flu, so. <laughs> that always helps lose weight quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um. In the next four, by March, I bet you would double that number. By March, there's no reason you would not be, what are you, 190 right now? Uh, 290. I keep saying one. 290? Yeah, there's. Yeah, I would. <laughs> there's, if you were to take a before and after photo right now in the next four months, you do this every single day. Eat real food. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. Enjoy the day after. The Christmas parties, be mindful. You get the choice of what you're eating. You don't have to have a freaking cookie if you don't want to. But if everyone's saying they're freaking phenomenal, go for it. Have one, have half. I don't care. Enjoy it. Enjoy your life. But just know the repercussions of it. Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, I don't know what you believe in. Enjoy those days. How many days is Hanukkah? Isn't it like nine? I need to, I need to start understanding what everybody's eating during Hanukkah because I can really talk on that. It's the only, day I can, only time of the holidays. I'm like, I have no idea how that goes. <laughs> But um, you enjoy the holidays. You can get phenomenal. Your before and after photos will be absolutely astonishing. And you will never look back 
at ever gaining the weight again because you're going to know exactly how to eat. You're going to feel amazing. Your life will absolutely freaking change. You'll have more energy. The brain fog will be gone. The bloating, your hair is going to start getting thicker and everything like that. Um, but the best part about all of this, it's 100% on you. And it's nothing, nothing drastic. We just got to choose what we're eating. And we're not starving ourselves. And what would you say about portion wise? So if we're doing the three meals a day, 700 um, calories per meal. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you 100% because every meat is a different calorie. So for instance, uh, one ounce of chicken thighs is, 40, is 58 calories. An ounce of chicken breast is 46. So it's, it's all different. So like in my app, I have it to where you can literally just search cow and I have all the calories broken down for each cut of cow, chicken, pork, fish and stuff like that. But like you can literally just Google how many calories are in one ounce of chicken thighs. It'll tell you it's 58. So we put um, the chicken thighs on the scale. I'd probably do around 500 calories coming from the meat. So what would that be like eight ounces? No, it'd be less than I think seven ounces, 35, eight, 43. 56 be close to that um that's how i measure the things out is just getting a food scale just keeping it very 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 simple so i like to divide the calorie goal up by three so if we're doing 2100 calories per meal i would do a meat i mean i would do uh 700 calories a meal so instead of looking at the big number look at each meal's number so when we do that we know if we go out to eat go to dinner lunch we we're not we're not all over the place on our calories, so it keeps us on track with each meal. So on dinner, when we're done at 700, then we know we did 2100. Okay. And then if you go out to eat, you go to dinner, you go to breakfast, you go to brunch, or you go to a family party, you get to a get, get together a holiday party or whatnot, meat, veggies, you'll be golden. Don't worry about the portion sizes, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll be tracking enough to where you'll be able to eyeball different things. And at the end of the day, if you go a little over, you go a little under, it's okay. It's just one day, it's just one meal. Okay. But you have your why, I'm not even concerned with that. You're doing everything you're trying to do right now. Um, so it's on you. Yes. And I do these calls every freaking day. If you need to call me every day, it's fine. People don't don't take the initiative. People, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know why people are scared to do it. I, I'm not sure, but I, I genuinely want you to get results. Don't buy anything. Nothing you buy will ever make you lose body fat. It's all the nutrients. It's all the calories. Okay, I've been watching you for a hot minute, and so I finally called in. But I will continue to keep watching for sure. Don't watch me. Start making your changes. Yes, I will. I promise. <laughs> Awesome. And when you get results, let me know. My goal is to make you realize you do not need to do this weight loss surgery because it is not going to fix the problem. All it does is makes you eat less. That's it. It doesn't change nutrition. It doesn't change what it's going to affect your body and all of that. And then all of the health repercussions that have been talked about coming from after doing the surgery. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> Well, I will keep in touch for sure. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you calling in and have an amazing day. All right. Thank you. You too. Hey. All right. Thank you. You too. Hey, right, you bye -bye. got it. Bye.